so I reiterate here, the bill is dead. The story of this great city is about the years before this night. We are free! Hey everyone, it's a new episode of Oho Hong Kong, new week, sunny week. Hopefully, by the time you're listening <laughs> to this, uh, we're we're coming out of it. We're having uh, blue skies now, Vivek. Oddly I'm enough, sitting man. here with my buddy, my best friend, yes. my close family member. I have to be now. Yeah, yeah, Vivek Mabubani. If he mm. hasn't pronounced my name correctly yet, but yeah. he just said my first name because he's like, you know, the second name's not family. Nah, yeah, yeah it's not. let's not let's reveal that. No, <laughs> but blue skies, everything's good. We've had the beer fe- uh, better with beer Hong Kong thing. Oh yeah, that was yeah, fun. that was fun as that well. Was really Basically, fun. free flow beer for what four hours. Yeah. And then, oddly enough, the crowd, after three hours of drinking, were still on board. Yeah, well, they did it really smart, right? Because they had two sessions on the Saturday when we were performing, but yeah. they had a break in the middle when they kicked everyone out. Ah. Obviously, people can still drink outside, but it's kind of like, you know, like a mental break almost from drinking free-flow beer. Yeah. And I feel like most people, because they paid an expensive ticket, they're like, oh, we're not going to drink, like, we're not going to pay money outside, so let's take a break and, like, eat something or whatever. Yeah, 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 so yeah. I think that was... That their initial thought. Oddly enough, yeah, on paper, well, we were all worried, but when it really happened, we were like, yeah. this is a great show. What is going on over here? Yeah, so and anyway. for the evening session, when you performed, yeah. we were really worried because that's like the, the last few the hours. Drunkers of the drunks, yeah. Yeah, the drunkers. But like we had like we had zero heckling. Yeah. It was, and for, for the evening session, you were closing it. You did a fantastic job, but also everyone, it, it sounded like a comedy club almost. It was just yeah. complete silent. Yeah. Like people were, were listening. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we had a we had a great time. Yeah. And uh, some of the listeners were there. I said hi to a few of them. Uh, Mo, my buddy, uh, he's a pilot in uh, 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 an airline that I can't say. <laughs> it's uh, it's the only airlines we have, so yeah. but I can't say it. Ah. Uh, but he was there. He was watching the show. And uh, uh, Egyptian guy, actually, uh, grew up in New Zealand. Uh, shout out to Mo. And uh, yeah, we had a great time. Well, there we go. It's, we've concluded that. What is better than what better with beer in Hong Kong? Comedy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully, whatever what else is better with beer is this podcast. This podcast is great with beer. If you want to pause this right now and uh, grab your beer in the evening, if you're listening in their office and you're like, oh, yeah, these guys are onto a good uh, good thing, just pause right now. <laughs> yeah. Wait for your beer in the evening on a Monday, on the Monday evening after dinner. Uh, but also continuing the habit of me fucking up my relationship, like my work, re- work relationships. Uh, Better with beer was run by the clock and flap guys. Yes. Right. Uh, a couple of days after the beer festival finished, Clock and Flap announced the lineup. Did you see the lineup? Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's like huge, right? It's huge. Do you know? So there is about, I'm showing you right now, the, yeah. you know, the main post for Clock and Flap with all the names and the headliners. Yeah. Tell me honestly, do you know any of these I names? don't know any of them. Everyone <laughs> is like blown away by these. Exactly. Yeah. Our, okay. our, guess, okay. our guest is pointing okay. at someone. Which uh, is why I, we... I, I, and I know Pulp. Yeah. And okay. I know uh, Georgie. Okay, and so I've, you know the headliners. Yeah, and I've heard of Caroline Polachek. I've heard uh, you, you, yeah, you, you clearly don't spend enough time uh, yeah. on, <laughs> on Instagram uh, Reels. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably it. Anyway, I have no the, idea. I was we, we were doing before we bring our guest officially. We were doing a show at Soul House a couple of days ago, and that was the same day where the Clock and Flap lineup was uh, announced. Was announced, and I was just hosting and I was riffing on this. And uh, I asked, we had a, the, the highest turnout I've ever had in Soho House. It's over 150 people, really, really big turnout. And I asked if the 150 people, if anyone knows any of the name, and I get silent. <laughs> <laughs> Just, oh, man. Nobody we're knows. We're into, I, I mean, apparently, as we're recording now, they sold out the full weekend tickets. So yeah. someone knows these people. Well, I don't what? fucking know. Any That's of them. why we have guests on the show, because <laughs> <laughs> apparently we know nothing. So let's get straight to uh, it let's get straight to it so a little bit of background about our guest when you vivek came yeah. from melbourne festival yes. came back and we had an episode about it here you were saying how you like you not only enjoyed performing and connecting with other comedians but also you, perf- you enjoyed watching like the weird shows yes you're like com- you're like oh this is i was going for like a comedy show and i didn't know what to expect yeah so as as because you're my best friend and a close family member yeah i thought i'll bring one of the weird shows to you let's do this person <laughs> so i grabbed one a live one yeah and uh, we brought him here so you can talk more about the weird shows yeah let's do this <laughs> exactly there we go that was translation for i'm glad to be on this podcast by our guest uh, ben volchak how are you how are you doing man i'm pretty good how are you very good very good so uh ben you came to hong kong 
to do a weird show. I came to Hong Kong to do a weird show. This is probably my most normal of my weird shows. Um, <laughs> I think I think there's a reason because like I, if you took your proper proper legit weird shows yeah. and came here, people are like too much yeah, right now. Yeah. We're, we're not there yet. I don't think so. And and they because they. There was a, a group in Hong Kong, like a festival, that asked me to come here. Mm. So if they would have seen something like completely, you know... Yeah, yeah, the other spectrum. My, yeah. my, my other shows, yeah. um, they probably wouldn't have asked me here. But this, you know, and this is more of like a theater show rather than like a, you know, a comedy comedy show. So there's that element. So there's, you know, the fact that it's a different genre maybe that yeah. helps yeah. sanitize my weird material. But it's still a, <laughs> it's still a weird show. I, I mean, I'll put it this way, though, is that... Uh, see, the problem is weird is because on paper, you'd be like, I would never watch something like that. I don't know what they're doing. But yeah. until you actually watch the show, which is what I learned the most going to these festivals, yeah. is when you're there watching, like, I'm actually enjoying this. Right. I don't know what's going on, but this is... I'm somehow really intrigued. <laughs> I think that really speaks to, like, you know, well, c- comedy, art, any anything, that it's, it's really the way that you present something and yeah. it's the the feeling behind it or the sentiment behind it or whatever that connects with people more so than maybe the content, Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, put it this way, obviously the delivery is the key, but I think yeah. it's also... See, you must understand, here in Hong Kong especially, when we talk about the proper, let's say, the local Hong Kong crowd, the reason I say this is because a lot of us are only exposed to a certain amount of, let's say, artistic performances. Usually mm. more the mainstream ones, the bigger yeah. names that come down to Hong Kong, or maybe the ones on TV. Uh-huh. Now, usually to fall into that category, chances are you're not going to be that extreme. There's a filter. Yeah, there's mm. a filter, right? Yeah. So that's what we know... Like, for example, me, stand-up comedy is you tell funny stories and that's pretty much it, right? Mm. Uh, but now they're going to comedy festivals. I'm like, wait, I could laugh with that as well? You mean yeah. you can add a twist of you? You can make, make me feel emotional as well? I'm confused. Yeah. And that's the thing where I feel the new generation because of the internet as well has opened up the world where we're no longer being filtered by the so-called uh, executives at the TV stations. Mm. It's like whatever is trending online, yeah. you get to watch and go, Turns out I like that. Yeah, for for sure. It's like it's removed like so many. I mean, it maybe added different filters because mm. the algorithms have their own yeah. secret ways <laughs> yeah, of filtering yeah. Yeah. stuff out. You know, the weirdest stuff out. But but I think it's yeah, it's definitely it's broadened people's horizons and it's maybe opened up new appetites for the kind of stuff that maybe they wouldn't have gone to see before. But what about you though? How did you get into this particular cell? Were you always like that odd kid stuff <laughs> like that? Was that was that how the beginning? Have you seen him? <laughs> well, I've seen myself. <laughs> <laughs> We're all, you know, yeah. I mean, you have to be a bit weird to to want to do comedy, I think. True. But I, I yeah, I mean, I was always... I feel I like w- you have to be weird to not want to do comedy, honestly. That's why think, you're weird, yeah. bro. That's <laughs> why you're weird. <laughs> it's like, wh- why would you spend, whatever, like 10 hours in a hospital trying to fix people? That's that's crazy. Yeah, weird. Imagine wanting try- trying to help yeah. humankind. Imagine. <laughs> but I can help them now God by making forbid. them laugh yeah. before they die. It's that's the true. Yeah. They do say laughter is the best medicine. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. you know. Well, I mean, that is why if ever I go to Egypt and I get sick, I'm going to prefer to fly all the way back to Hong Kong. Because <laughs> Mo has set the standard for me for Egyptian <laughs> yeah, care. Yeah. This is actually as good as the Egyptian medical system. It's like they're they're like, why would you come here? Just go watch TV or something. Yeah, exactly. Die peacefully at home. Yeah, exactly. Get some sand. I don't know. (laughs) This is like the you know the the Pagliacci joke. It's like a bit of a meme, but it's like you know the famous Italian clown Pagliacci Uh goes to the doctor, says, "Doctor, I'm depressed." I really, you know, I need something to help me. And the doctor says, "Well, there's a you know famous." Italian clown Pagliacci who's uh. in town you should go see him and he, <laughs> he's gonna make you laugh and you're gonna forget about your depression and he said but doctor I, I am Pagliacci mm. and I just realized I screwed that up because I meant to say a man goes into a doctor's oh, office oh right, right, yeah. it's okay than, so just added that bit anyway <laughs> Okay, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, just leave it like that. <laughs> uh, you, you know, you get the you get the ba- you know the twist now. Yeah. Before you, before, anyway, yeah. it's like that. You go to Egypt. You'll say, I. I, I really need someone to cheer me up. And I was like, oh, yeah. in Hong Kong, yeah, there's a comedian. really great Egyptian comedian <laughs> yeah. called Mo. Yeah. You should go and see him. Yeah. He's like, but I am from yeah, Hong Kong. Exactly. <laughs> He's me. my best friend already. Yeah. I, that's the point. But that's why I'm sick. Yeah, I need the help because yeah. I've been dealing with him. <laughs> I take it. Yeah. They're like, but we have nothing better than that. It's like, yeah. I give yeah. up now. I am Egypt's uh, <laughs> best export at the moment. <laughs> me and the other Mo, Mo Salah, one of us is actually doing something useful with his life. Yeah. And uh, it's not me. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. But Ben, let me ask you this. So you're here sure. in Hong Kong. I'm very curious because yeah. it's not common for Hong Kong or actually Hong Kong theater or Hong Kong basically festivals, anything, mm. to go to the go out and first of all grab talent that is maybe not quote unquote mainstream. And secondly, talent that is uh, basically willing to try and push push the envelope a bit. Yeah. Mm. So 
first of all, did you feel that it was a spam message when you first got contacted? You're like, these guys are full. <laughs> this is bullshit. Yeah. There's well, no way. Well, no, it was, uh, so it was at the Adelaide Fringe Festival like three years ago, before, just before the pandemic hit. Mm. And uh, I was doing this show that I'm, you know, I just took here. Uh, it was an end of the world show, like set after the end of the world. I was alone in a bunker doing a radio broadcast. And it was like a real time play, one man show. Mm. Um, and uh, it was, yeah, funnily enough, I, before the pandemic, I did it. I, <laughs> I'm sorry if I predicted yeah. it. Um, ben, but, what's, what's the next year doing? Because we know how the future yeah. is going to unfold. Uh, so the next man. show, I win the lottery and I have a great <laughs> yeah, time. Exactly. <laughs> and what number did you win the lottery yeah. with? That's uh, the key. Those numbers are, yeah, 15, 7, uh, 45, 8, 13. And there's a little camel that yeah. changed in the Did, future. Oh, they change the system to the last one's an animal. Ben, right. just tell you, yeah. if, if for some reason that really does hit, yeah. I want all our listeners to immediately <laughs> subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think rich. that's pretty fair. It's very fair. Very yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. Five yeah. bucks a month, you're already yeah. well up for the rest of your life. Yeah. And we'll let you donate a part of that to Ben as well for thanking for thanking him, giving us a Donate part of it. I, <laughs> hey, if I, if I win the lottery, I probably won't need your Patreon donation. That's yeah. actually very so true. You can, you can keep them. That's yeah. right. I will take that. All right. So you're telling the world. Yeah, in Adelaide. I was doing this show um, and there's like all sorts of different representatives from festivals around the world who come to Adelaide Fringe and other fringes mm. and there's like events when you can you know come and talk to them and meet them and I was I was at one of them and these people from Hong Kong came up to me like hey you know come and talk to us we're from Hong Kong mm. I told them about their show they came to I think opening night um, I thought they hated the show because they like ran away but actually, I think they just. Oh, had that's to, yeah. That's how they we just do had to. Here. Yeah, we got yeah. to, go to got, another show. Yeah, the, the, the way the way I feel that Hong Kong is like to work is like okay, our job right now. He finished the show. I got to tell him to come meet us one day. Yeah. yeah. All right. Go up to you. Hey, come meet us one day. Here's the content. Bye. And just yeah. walk away. Yeah, yeah that's the and Hong Kong efficiency. Yeah, for you. Kong, well, we, see, I didn't yeah. even get a word. They were just like, "Thank you," and they left. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, like you know, a week passes, and then I get an email saying I've been like long listed for this touring award yeah and then like another week passes and it's like i've been shortlisted mm. and i had to send them a video because one of them couldn't come and luckily i just recorded a video of the show and it was like <laughs> my god and then yeah finally it was like yeah i got this award um like touring award to, yeah. to come and tour the show and who kong. are these people from hong kong uh so it it's a festival i think they've just changed their name to hong kong ideation arts festival mm. it's like a small group of people that kind of um creating a platform for particularly theatrical artists, but any artists mm. to, yeah, really put, as you say, push the envelope, make something a little bit out of the ordinary and, you know, say what their unique words yeah. are. Uh, and so, yeah, they give local artists a chance and they give international artists a chance. I think mm. they send people from Hong Kong overseas and bring people from overseas. We here. should apply. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Uh, yeah, sure. hit, hit him yeah. up, talk Dude, to him. Dude, you just have to show up. They're like, yeah, yeah this guy's weird enough <laughs> for us. That's right. So I think that's a, that's the thing as well. When I went to Edinburgh this year, that was also my first time there. And right. I saw there were quite a few, like there were, I think three or four Hong Kong groups performing oh, there. Yeah. yeah, some on the streets, some in the actual uh, theater mm. rooms and everything. And I was like, oh, it turns out there are such, uh, there's such a supply in Hong Kong. Because again, yeah. Hong Kong being a financial you know, hub, it's not common that, oh, the arts is the key over here. Sure. But I think the new generation, like I said, we're getting exposed to it more. For example, mm. my growing up, all the exposure I got to American culture was the four channels we on TV. Right. You know, now it's like a matter of a click of a button and you watch all this stuff, sort of stuff on the internet. Totally. I think the same thing as well. The new generation is now saying, wait, I want to do this and it's actually sustainable mm. because you are able to connect with all these different festivals and actually make a living off of that. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, and I mean, you know, Hong Kong also has like a very strong history of film you know, but maybe maybe that's yeah falls more into kind of financial. But still, I mean, yeah, you know, in a way. But I mean, they still had, for example, in the eighties and nineties, Hong Kong canto pop was a big deal. People, right. yeah, like, it, was. You know, it was like what is what is Korean pop now? Correct. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was, it was yeah. a big deal. People would actually learn Cantonese just to be able to sing the songs. Yeah, mm. and they would watch. You're right. Like you know, Leslie Chung and all those guys, they're acting and exactly. just like, oh, this is phenomenal. Yeah, right. We had the Departed was also a Hong Kong movie turned yeah. into a Hollywood yeah, movie as well. Yeah, yeah, Infernal yeah. Affairs. You know. So I think, however, what's changed, I guess, is that new generation, there was like a gap. You know, there's always that, that, yeah. uh, that the, 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 the curve where, you know, it's doing really well and everything. Everyone's banking off of this. And after a while, like, just sell, just keep selling, keep yeah. selling, you know. Yeah, 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 and then yeah, after yeah. a while, I was like, what is this trash? 
Mm, you know, sure. we have a whole bunch of junk that nobody really wants. And yeah. then people get frustrated. They see other people doing something and they're like, that's what I want to be doing, not this. For sure. Yeah. Mm. So again, coming back to this. Okay. So yeah. now you've been invited to Hong Kong. Yes. Uh, you've been told about this. Did, were there any requests to adjust your show by any ways? Absolutely not. Huh. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, the, I was worried about, because the show is really, it's pretty wordy and it's in English. Yeah. But they didn't tell me anything about, you know, changing it or adapting, making, you know, making the script maybe more... Or simplifying. Simplifying, or, yeah. yeah. I, so I didn't do anything. I think because the show is kind of, it's pretty universal. It doesn't touch on any like real world events. It doesn't yeah. touch on any like specific things from our world. It's just like created this fictional future world where, you know, the world has ended. We don't know how. It's just this one guy in his bunker. Yeah. And so there was something like a, quite, I think, universal about it. And it's something that I, I meant, something that meant I didn't have to change. Yeah. Anything. Right? Let me, yeah. 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 Uh, you had a lot of props on the show, Heaps. right? Did you bring them <laughs> with you? Yeah. Uh, I, I brought, so I think my... Because uh, you have like cardboard boxes and stuff? Yeah. yeah. That, uh, m- m- most of the biggest stuff I didn't bring with me. Yeah. I, I kind of sourced here. Mm. I was telling Vic Vec before, yeah. there's, I had a few fun stories about that. Um, yeah. The, well, I mean, the stuff I did bring over, I think I had like 30 kilograms of, of onboard How many of those did you have to declare? Uh, like, n- nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Just, like, went we're, in. we're pretty relaxed well, here. About I mean, it. I think it's yeah coming back to Australia with stuff I brought back from Australia. Anyway. Man, I, I would love to see customs in Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> like, open up and be like, uh, sir, can you explain? You're like, here's a flyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Come to the show. Well, this yeah. ha- this yeah. happened to me in New Zealand. I took the show there last year yeah. and I had, um, they're pretty strict on, you know, biosecurity for obvious reasons. And, mm. One of the props or costumes that I have is like a pair of gumboots. Yeah. Uh, and I, <laughs> I, another one of my props is a briefcase, like an mm. old school, like, you know, brown, like thick briefcase. Yeah. And just for efficiency's sake, I put the gumboots in the briefcase right. just so I could carry them. And that was part of my like checked luggage. And when I got to the border, they were like, you know, do you have any items that have been outside, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, well, I haven't, you know, used them for hiking or anything. So I didn't declare it. And then it went through the scanner and I was like, what are these? There's a gumboot. So like dirty, they're filthy. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit. Uh, but they were like, w- you know, what is it for? Why are, you, why are they in a briefcase? I'm yeah. like, oh, it's theater props. I know it looks weird. It's it's theater props. <laughs> and they're like, okay, we'll just wash them for you. Off you go. Wait, do you wash like, them for you at the airport? They washed them for what? me at the what? airport. This is what happens when you're white. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm just like, hold on a second. I, I've never like when you were telling that story, I was like, okay, where are you like sitting go? down and they're massaging you as uh, you're watching your Yeah, they cut my hair, they like yeah. gave me a beard. They did trim. not cut your hair. No, you're right, they yeah, didn't. Yeah, yeah. They glued more hair onto yeah. me. I they cut my beard, they gave yeah. me a coffee, I didn't drink it. They yeah, you know, yeah. Wow. <laughs> It was it was the best it's ever one, one, one day. I just want one day. I want to do all the things and just be like, huh. Yeah, I just want to yeah, be yeah, white yeah. for a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just anyway, put, yeah. You so, put that, in some so, so that was that was in New Zealand. But yeah, coming here it was like you know I had a bunch of tape recorders, a bunch of like yeah. you know uh, figurines and stuff, uh, smaller things that I could you know dress the set with. All the larger items that was like I had to buy uh, buy borrow some flats to to create walls of the set. Yeah, um, and we found some cardboard in a recycling bin, like corrugated cardboard. Mm. And we covered them with a corrugated cardboard to give it a little bit more of like, you know, an atmosphere. Mm. We've got some cardboard boxes, got some like furniture that they borrowed from somewhere. And then I had to have some stereos and there was like only a couple of stereos that they could find me. And so we went to Aplu Street, the like electronics flea yeah, market. In yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Samtripo where I was staying. And... Uh, the a person from the venue came with me because I can't speak Cantonese, and so we were like going through every stall, being like, "Do you have any broken stereos? Do you have any?" And like, oh, Yo, you just want them as props. I just want them as props. I didn't yeah. need to them to work. And so like one guy, you know, sold us a stereo. I was like, "I need more. I need all of this. Like, I need it to look huge." And so then we were looking through all the stereo shops and all the audio like equipment shops, and this one guy, uh, we were like, "You know, do you have anything broken? Anything that you can?" give us that you don't, you know, you can't repair, you just mm. can like give away or sell for cheap. And he's like, okay, come with me. And he takes us back through this back alley into this like rusty shed, opens it up. It's like, <laughs> and it's like, okay, 
do you want this? Do you want this? Do you want this? It's like felt like doing like yeah. some kind of shady drug shady, deal. Yeah, exactly. But it was just like buying broken stereos. <laughs> yeah. And I ended up like even haggling with a little bit. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I got it. You know, I can't come yeah, to you Hong Kong yeah, markets not haggle, and not yeah. haggle. Sure. Yeah, I would feel like a, you know, like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and it was great. And we got like... How much did you pay for it at the end? So I paid... In the end, I think I paid for four stereos. I, put, I paid, I think... Four, no, 530 Hong Kong, Hong Kong dollars. Oh, okay. That's for nice. four wow. stereos. That's yeah, great. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's very good. I was so pleased. I was yeah. like, okay. But now, then you just leave them at the at the venue. Uh, yeah, we had to th- we had to leave them at the venue. Yeah, it was yeah. like it was just. But you know, in my mind, it's like I paid this money to like rent sure. some props for a yeah. show. Yeah. But yeah, then <laughs> everything else was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, all all these little bits of junk and stuff. And I brought, I even brought like a water canister, like you know, one of those like big water. Not like a water tank, but like you know the, the one ones with a tap the dispenser. Yeah, kind of, oh, yeah, yeah. sort of, sort of. And I, because it's a container, yeah, they let it through as checked luggage. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, which again, when I was flying to New Zealand last year, this year they didn't check it, but last year they had to like call a senior staff member to sniff yeah. it to make sure there wasn't any petrol in it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> which was like, and this is, oh my god, it was just like. Uh, stuff everything you can in the, into the suitcases, put, the, you know, cheat the guy. I have this jacket with like, I know maybe I shouldn't be saying this because it's revealing trade secrets, but uh. like, I have this jacket with like 10 pockets in it. Yeah. yeah. No one checks your jacket. Yeah. I mean, at customers they do, but not on like carry yeah, on. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, that was, it was like, this is the joys of, uh, so the next show that I did after that, it was like no props. Yeah. Like, I'm done. Like, yeah, this completely changed your <laughs> own mind. You know, like, yeah. you know what, enough's enough. I'm, like, I'm, gonna, I'm bringing a laptop. And, and like a, a suit, and that's it. That's my yeah. pro- that's my show. Mm. It's just a matter of time. Hopefully, you have all you have to bring a three three uh, D printer. Well, like, exactly. <laughs> bring it all over you. Like I print all my props right now. Mm. I mean, yeah, maybe in the future there'll be a three D printer that that is like in a capsule that's like water soluble. Oh yeah, you pour some water on it, yeah. and it turns into a three D printer. Ah. And then <laughs> that will yeah. be the thing, man. That yeah. will go like I, whoever invents that right now. I'm yeah. investing totally. Well, you know, maybe that's my next show. And oh, there you true. go. Yeah. Ah, right there. I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, if you can do that in the next show, I think just me from a fascination point of view, but I have to see this now for sure. Yeah, yeah. I but mean, tell us a bit more. So, I because I really want to know your journey coming here. You, so far, this yeah. is the preparation work. Now, again, for a lot of listeners, you will assume oh, you bring your whole show over here, but like uh, sometimes you have to source some things in the lo- where you're doing the show at. Yeah, some things you bring yourself. Yeah. Um. Okay, so you've gone to the Apple Street. You've yeah. got that. You've done the shady kind of back of thing. You <laughs> yeah. walked through the puddles and all that stuff. Yeah. The guy clearly did not clean your shoes for you. So that, that mm. privilege didn't happen over here. Uh, no, he didn't. Were you disappointed? Yeah, coming to the airport <laughs> yeah. and you were just holding your shoes. Yeah. You're like, hello? I was like, hi, sorry, I muddied them specifically yeah. for I you. Like, I am white and I arrived. Uh, yeah. Hello. Knock, knock, yeah. knock, 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 yeah. knock. Yeah, exactly. Hi. <laughs> Treat me like, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah like, like, like I feel I deserve. Yeah. But anyway, okay, so... Now the show's the show's pretty much set then, uh, props wise and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Have that all sorted out. Yeah, uh, I'm curious. So all the promotion wise, what? How is you? How are you promote? Because for a show like yours, mm. I feel that it it may not be the typical like oh let's get newspapers a little here and there, but I they will have some interest because they'll be like oh, how is this possible? What's going mm. on? So how much press or uh, coverage have you been getting in general? I don't think I got that much. Okay, um, okay, and okay. I think because the festival was uh, like kind of in charge of that, yeah. they mm, brought yeah. they sort of brought me over. I yeah. didn't really get much. Like you know, I sent them a media release. I Fair sent enough, them yeah. you know some images, and yeah. there were a couple of like uh, like online interviews and stuff like that. But otherwise, yeah. there wasn't there wasn't a heap. Okay, might, okay, I think okay. they might have put some posters up in the subway. Okay, okay, yeah, because yeah, I, I feel like something like this. Because generally, from what I've noticed, is that when it comes to let's say newspapers, let's use that example, mm. unless you're something that they can fully understand. They'll be like, I don't know what to write, and yeah. you know, yeah. it's not gonna happen. Same yeah. with radio, it's like because it'll take so much time to explain it. They're mm. like, ah, I don't oh, know. We've run out of time to actually talk to you. Yeah, exactly. Right, you yeah. Know, yeah. By the time we even get to know half of what you're doing, they're like, ah, I sure. can't tell anymore. Yeah. And so, so the, it's at the Jockey Club, right? Jockey Club Creative Arts Center. Yeah. So yeah. that's that. They just rented that as a venue, yeah. or is Jockey Club involved in? No, it's just a venue. Just so, a venue so, provider. Yeah. Okay. Part of part of what the this festival does is like they find like venues and and kind yeah. of provide them for artists to mm. use yeah so they they took care of all of that um yeah and it was but it had, like the has, black box theater mm. but that's the thing so like i when you travel clearly every room you have a specific requirement of each room and you have uh. to accommodate based on like i like to say stand-up comedy is like all right give me a spot give me a mic i'm pretty much set right yeah. i mean sure the walls are red and this one's yellow i can still <laughs> live with that right yeah sure. but for you clearly a black box is ideal yeah it's like a blank canvas for yeah, you, right? yeah yeah I've, I've performed the show in like I think when I took it to Adelaide, the venue that they gave me was like an old like converted office room, oh. mm. and so th- it, with the you know those like panel ceilings, that yeah, you can yeah, push yeah, 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 which actually 
came in handy because I had to like rig uh, a, a cable to plug in a lamp. There's like a lampshade and yeah. a light bulb in front on top of the stage. And so I had to rig all of that. Mm. And, you know, it's, I don't know, it's just anything you kind of turn into this atmosphere. I think it, yeah. Because I, I, I'm just curious with your type of performance because for me, I, I've seen it at best. I've never come this up close like to get to know the <laughs> behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> but I mean, I'm just curious because wherever you travel, I'm sure a lot of places will have some friction or pushback of like, ah, I don't know if this works. So how much has it been where you've reached out or versus mm. pe- people scouting you? Um, like, yeah. have it, I'm sure in the beginning, you'd have to be knocking on a few more doors than nowadays people contacting you directly, right? I mean, I, I think it's still like predominantly me booking uh, my own shows okay, okay, this okay. was like the first time that, that someone contacted like, you someone externally was like yeah. hey come you should come do this show here oh okay Every, okay. everywhere else I've sort of had to be like you know can I do the show here can I you know putting in applications and particularly when it's like parts of part of festivals when you sort of need to do it yourself anyway yeah sure. Um, that's kind of been most of my experience. So, okay, put it this way then. Where are the places that you're hoping to perform, regardless of whether or yeah. not you think it's possible? Yeah. Are there any specific places you're like, because like, let's say you know a bit about the culture, like, oh, these people are, they, they, these people are weird, I like this. <laughs> you know, would there be that? I think the UK, um, yeah. a lot of people have said that, that this show would translate pretty well there. Mm. Um, and a, a lot of my influences come from there anyway. So uh. I think there's a lot of that humor that's kind of directly in there. Um, I, I'd really want to go to New York. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that would be really cool. Um, but, but really anywhere, I think the show is pretty universal. And I think, yeah, I, I think a lot of people can understand the, even if they don't me- maybe necessarily understand every word of it or they don't understand kind of, you know, what it's like. I think particularly because it's theater and particularly because it's thematically relevant, I think they get the sense of it yeah. and they get the feeling of it. Mm. And I think that, that translates anywhere. All right, so this is this is my uh, Hong Kong business mindset Great. thinking right now. Okay, so I love that because I have yeah. no, I don't really? have a business mind. <laughs> <laughs> so first things first, what you need to do at, on the last show, uh-huh. you need to add a segment at the end to have a bidding of all the stuff you're not taking back, ah, like merchandise. Yeah, you okay, know, clearing See, it off. Like that would be great because yeah. they there was like no time and they booked a like a. A van to oh, take yeah, all to of take the stuff away. Yeah. I was like, I, I, I wait, surely someone wants yeah, this. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, ne- next time, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's what a you, great idea. Yeah, that's one. Yeah. Sell yeah. old stereos. Yeah. Also, there's, there's a lot of onions in the show. Ah. I was gonna maybe sell it. Yeah. <laughs> so this is so in the world of this show, uh, onions are the only food that has remained. Yeah. Okay. So you world. buy fresh onions. I bought fresh onions. Yeah. From and some it's like markets. it's like cut up. I hope not. Uh, that would smell well. Yeah. Uh, it will be, I guess. It, it it is at one point in the show. Do you uh, throw it I, at the audience? I I blend some onion and I drink it. So what? The, uh, you do actually? Yeah. Every wow. show. Every show. I I cut up a little bit of onion, pour a little bit of water into a blender, blend it, yeah. and, and drink it. Okay. I don't. Yeah. I don't interact with the audience at all. <laughs> That's yeah. good because like that clearly will make me go. Oh, I cannot believe I'm watching this. This Great. is happening yeah. right now. Okay? Yeah. So you have the onion. That's so you really need good. a blender too. Uh, that's part of one of your. Props. I brought that with me. Oh, you, <laughs> you br- bring one of these like smoothie blenders like the like one like a really person. tiny one yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you think, like, you're gonna go to the place you shows about sorry you're like i forgot the adapter yeah, yeah. yeah the oh, plug. i had to buy i had to buy so many different adapters because right? i brought or, all of my equipment from yeah. from australia and so no like, one ever remembers their adapter i know yeah. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah i brought like one for my you know hotel room but, but still i mean how I, many can you pull out of that right i yeah. I, I i i'm sure you don't want to give away too much of the show <laughs> but what is the what is the just tell me the the onions blending drinking part the onion blend. So there's a bit in the. So it's, it's a radio show, right? You know, mm. and I'm like, you know, here's uh, the, the the news. Here's you know, we're getting some messages and calls, whatever. And it's like, okay, now uh, while I'm gonna let you listen to a song, and while you listen to a song, I'm gonna make myself my dinner, mm. uh, which is uh, a banana milkshake. But we don't have any bananas, so I'm gonna use an onion, and yeah. we don't have any milk, so I'm gonna use water. Right. <laughs> and so I put on the song. The song is playing, and then I get out a blender. Get on an onion, <laughs> chop a little bit off, put the rest away as meal prep. Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> put the onion in the blender, put the water in, <laughs> and I drink it. This is, and this then is the song ends. <laughs> I, yeah. I think I would enjoy the watching the process yeah. more than you actually drinking. I'd be like, I cannot believe it. No way. No, he's not really. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, and then there's, every time there's such a reaction when I drink it. It's yeah, like, ah, it's yeah. so visceral. I yeah, love yeah. it. It's, yeah. Because yeah. you know. this, I mean, just the thought of it, you're like, I cannot <laughs> even imagine what it's like. I forget yeah. even like doing it. It's like, oh, I, even imagining, I'm yeah. like, this yeah. is impossible. Going into the creative process. 
a little bit <laughs> because you also you say it's very wordy so you're pretty much talking yeah, for an hour pretty as much. opposed to like an hour of stand-up where you can for example if you forget the next thing you can make fun of yourself for forgetting you can do crowd work we all have a lot yeah. of tricks right yeah. but for you I have never seen a one-man show that is just one man talking for an hour yeah. that is not stand-up, actually. Yeah, right, right. So I've never seen a show of this kind. How, and I have a memory problem in general. Anything <laughs> above 40 minutes for me becomes a problem in the order. Okay. Like, I know what I'm talking about, but like sometimes I'm like, fuck, I don't know the next thing, so just go with whatever I remember, right? Yeah, yeah. How do you, how do you remember an hour <laughs> of... Because you're obviously acting as yeah. well a little bit. Yeah, or, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Playing I mean, with props or whatever. I wrote the show, which helps because sure. while I was writing it, obviously it was yeah. in my mind. And so, yeah, coming back to it, I've also done, I've, this is probably, I think the fourth or fifth time I've done the show. Mm. So it's kind of in there already. I don't know, I just repeating the words a lot of, and going yeah, over I, a lot, I think a lot, a lot, a lot. I just kind of walk around the house just muttering to myself a lot. Yeah, right. Even when like, I'm walking, like going for a walk, I yeah. like, go for a walk for an hour and I'm like running the show in my At head. what point did you, like for example, did you end up having to cut certain lines because like, man, I write that great because I don't talk <laughs> that great. Yeah. I mean, there was, there was the first draft was like maybe, you know, it wasn't two hours long, but it was like, you know, an hour and a half or something, yeah. an hour 40. It needs to be an, an hour. Um, I worked with my friend who also directed the show, um, mm. Sandy, and we worked together to kind of like really chop, 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 cut, distill it to its essence mm. and to its core. There was a lot of stuff that was irrelevant or stuff that I put in that I thought was really funny, but yeah. that didn't make any sense or whatever. Um, and in initially as well, there was, a, there was a lot of stuff to do with the real world. There was a lot of stuff to you know, talking about politics, talking about, you know, because it's about the end of the world, right? I'm obviously going to talk a little bit about climate change or politics or whatever. And in the end, we got rid of all of that because we're like, this isn't about that. that this yeah. is about his reaction to it. This is about what he feels mm. at the end of the world. And so all of that went, all of the like irrelevant bits that were like kind of ga just gags. Yeah. yeah. Most, most of that went. I think we still kept a few because <laughs> you gotta, you gotta have a little bit. Yeah. The easy, know. the easy ones here and yeah. there just to like lighten the mood. Yeah. Ah, and okay. then, and then also, um, funnily enough, also adding, making sure to add moments of silence and moments of stillness. Huh. So that's that because again, because he's talking for an hour, an hour, an hour, mm. it's those moments when he stops, you're like, Oh shit. Okay. This is real. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And so, thankfully the format of a radio show meant that every time I put on a song that was your moment of stillness sure you know mm. nice I mean so okay so you wrote the stuff edited it the usual thing right but did you have a point where you were like oh I had to make this financially viable Cause I, I <laughs> no. Feel, no. <laughs> no no because I'm trying to Sadly wrap my not. head around this whole thing because again with stand up it's simple it's like I just bring myself and I show up and fine whatever right yeah. with you you've got to accommodate so many things for example can I even take the stuff over is yeah. this like limited to one place yeah. Yeah. you know forget the content translating with the objects translating well, you know, can I take it <laughs> over and one more thing as well is that have you ever been tempted to basically commercialize or in other words add this thing in because oh, that will definitely get some some heads turning right mm. because I think that's the one thing with a comedian is that you have to, I mean sorry uh, stand up is that you have the option of I'm going to say this stuff because that's the hot topic now and they'll love it versus like the integrity of like but that's just mm. me banking on something just silly right mm. that any other comedian is going to do like doing the Trump kind of deal is like oh that's the hot thing for everybody sure so same with you have you had that point where you're putting it all together you're thinking of this prop and maybe you're back in your head like oh, I could totally like you know write this off as business expense I need to buy a printer yeah. for the show that I don't really use <laughs> but I can keep it as you know have you ever all that uh, I, I haven't done like the reverse of it. Like anything I do is a business expense, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but I don't I don't think I've specifically like put something in the show specifically to use it as a business expense. Yeah. I think um, the like financially viable stuff. I'm I'm flying on a plane anyway. You yeah. know, I may as well cram my thirty kilogram suitcase. Yeah. You know, sure. Full of props. You yeah. Know. Um, it's it's usually negligible costs um i think this time around because of the kind of transport of the furniture and stuff it there was a bit more than i had anticipated but usually it's like you can find something around you can you know hire a trailer or something it's usually pretty minimal costs funnily mm. enough Th this um, is so funny to me because this is like the the ultimate like artist versus yeah hong kong mentality oh yeah yeah, yeah. full on, <laughs> full on. Like, my, my back is like okay so how do you expense all of that <laughs> yeah and how do you make sure you make the maximum <laughs> and you're like you know i just want to do the art yeah, i yeah. just want to do my show <laughs> but but like it's funny because i feel like i've almost like met in the middle somewhere with this mm, show where yeah. it's like i 
I have this like really elaborate set and whatever, but I still come and I, I try to get everything for free or get everything off like marketplace or, mm. you know, borrow stuff yeah, around. Fair. So I still try to minimize cost. Um, and I think uh, uh, on your question of like, um, do I try to do anything topical? Mm. Um, I think n not for this show because, yeah. because I think this show again, like it, it's pretty universal and it's pretty timely. Cause I think people are always kind of a bit scared about what's going to happen in the future. Yeah. And so I think because of that, it's always a little bit topical. And so mm. I don't have to put in, you know, references to the American election or I don't yeah. have to, or like, you know, I mean, anything else to, for people to understand it. Cause um, I keep thinking, you know, I know like it's a theater show. It's like the fix. This is the show. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. Cause I keep thinking like, you know, with stand up, whenever they go to a new city, like, ah, oh, let me do that one What's bit about localized. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I went to visit this, this, this. Hey! Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. While they're you, sure wacky in this neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I should ask you about some, ask you both about some in Melbourne. Like next time. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I would be there. You'll be in Melbourne. So yeah. Tell me, oh, uh, before you tell me like maybe <laughs> tips that I can actually think of. Okay. What are, what are like, like, you know, things that like visiting comedians say and you guys immediately start rolling your eyes uh, because they think, because I lived in Shanghai, for example, I run shows here and I used to run yeah. shows in Shanghai and in Shanghai, like here, actually here is a more relatable thing because obviously it's a lot of uphill stuff. So there is a lot of visiting comedians who come. We were talking about we it before just recording. About it. You went up, you're not making jokes. You're just saying that it's very uphill. <laughs> it's my experience. Yeah. So we would get the visiting comedian who thinks he's a genius by saying, uh -huh. what are you guys hiking all the time? And then he thinks like, you're going to get like an applause break. And I was like, we live here. <laughs> you're teaching me nothing. Yeah. New. You're like, oh, well, you need hiking boots all the time. It's like, wow, you're a fucking genius. <laughs> so do you have the equivalent of that in Melbourne? Yeah, that's, that's plenty. Um, there's, there's one suburb, it's kind of like a a little bit further south called Frankston. Okay. A lot of people make fun of it for being like a little bit of a poor area, right. you know, quite a few drug addicts and, you know, crime on the street, whatever. Mm. So a lot of people, everyone who comes is like, oh, wow, I went there. I don't want to go there again. Yeah. Well, right. It's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> we, we know that I probably have a cousin who lives there, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, Thanks and then the warning, yeah. there's like, you know, the inner city kind of hipster neighborhoods, yeah. you know, there's like Brunswick and Fitzroy and stuff and people are like, oh yeah, I paid $20 for a coffee. What is up with that? And it's like, <laughs> Yeah, I know the rent's high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that when the answer is like super simple. Yeah, like, yeah, dude. It yeah. totally makes sense. I know. It's like <laughs> economically, yeah, like, that's, that's what yeah. it's fine. I know I, they hike up the prices, whatever. It's like yeah. just don't go there. Just walk around. <laughs> okay, people are trendy. You know, let yeah. people have some fashion sense. Okay. Right. <laughs> Another one here is like comics also think like they're also um, blown away by the escalator in the middle of the city All which right. is objectively kind of cool to see because I, I think Hong Kong is the only city in the world it's the like, longest uh, connecting escalator in one place yeah, yeah. and also world, it's yeah. in the middle Th of the city that's yeah. actually like, what oh. I'm doing right after this I'm gonna go see, to the escalator oh, yes. and yeah. I'll come back with a really great joke about it yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but there's like what is this a shopping mall the whole city you have an escalator and yeah. a travelator is like alright yeah. yeah. make yeah. up your yeah, mind yeah. are these steps or is it a travelator yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. well exactly yeah so there's, there's there's so many things like that. What, what else like, in Melbourne? Oh, in Melbourne, I mean, you know, the there's like four train stations in the city. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And that's it. Well, I'll meet you at the train station. Which one? Yeah. I mean, the, the Flinders Street clocks. I don't know. There's like the Yarra is brown. The the main river in the that goes through the center of the city. Yeah. It's brown. Yeah. And everyone's yeah, like, gross. wow, it's yeah, exactly. That's yeah. gross. It's like. Yeah. That's just the color of the dirt. Yeah, I, exactly. It's just, oh. it's I mean, just it's a brown not, river. It does, it's not really, it doesn't look, I mean, I yeah. don't remember looking at it. But. It's like, oh, there's nothing to do in Melbourne. It's like, yeah, I know, we don't have a harbor bridge. You know, yeah. we don't have an opera house, but we can stay out yeah. past 9 p.m. I mean, let me yeah. ask you this. Uh, so you're now comparing, like, doing the Sydney-Melbourne Sydney, Yeah, Sydney-Melbourne thing. thing. It's like, right. people, I think, weirdly enough, the Sydney-Melbourne thing, people still have a little bit of sympathy for. They're like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, we are better than Sydney. Yeah. That's fine. You can, we'll give you that one. It's like the jokes about all these different like hipster neighborhoods. That's a little bit old. But if you're saying that we're better than Sydney, okay, we'll yeah, take yeah. it. We'll, okay, 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 all right, yeah, we'll yeah. take it. That's yeah. fine. I mean, was the inspiration for this show about the end of the world after seeing humanity talk about these lame <laughs> observations. Yeah. Like, at this point, just let it end now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you say the Yarra River is brown anymore, wait, wait, let's cut this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm inspired it to end May as well. And yeah, yeah, I've imagined a future where actually everyone dies. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that, the, I think the, the inspiration for the show, I, I know that the question was a joke, but I'm going to take yeah, it yeah, as, yeah. As, as a serious question. Um, I think it was, it was just like me feeling a little bit anxious and alienated about 
you know, environmental issues and, and political issues and stuff mm. and kind of feeling a little bit helpless and al alone, yeah. you know, can't really do anything to change it. And also just, yeah, feeling like it, it meant that you were really away from, you know, your fellow people. Mm. Uh, and so, yeah, somewhere in the midst of that, I came up with this show where I was the only person left. And oh, so my when you're doing the show, yeah, was. the character, does he know that he's the only one left? Well, that's, that's part of what, uh, kind of unfolds during the show. So I right. won't say too much about yeah. it, but, um, he, yeah, genuine, genuine, generally is kind of, he feels alone. He feels alone. Well, yeah. more, if feels, you do want to find out, it's real yeah. simple. Yeah. You can find out on either the 15th or the 16th. Uh, September. Uh, uh, September. September. Just yeah. passed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but keep, keep an eye out. Like I, I, you know, in, I was telling Mo this before, like in, in, kind of calendar years the show's mm. pretty old because it's like been four years since yeah. I first did it but in COVID time yeah. in COVID timelines it's like it's still a baby show so, like if so, I were you right when yeah. I did the show let's say before COVID and COVID hit <laughs> were you thinking like ah oh, this would this would be perfect for now I, well kind of I mean I think it, it like I was I was shocked I was like yeah. how, 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 did, how did this happen how did this turn out but I think all it's done is it's just kind of meant that people are a little are a little bit more aware of what it means to be isolated. People, mm. you know, that feeling of loneliness and kind of the need for connection in particular. I think it's just underscored it for a lot of people more so than perhaps the like the people have always been lonely. People have always needed kind of a community, but I think now what we've lived through in the past three years. So then, would you say that your show, in a way, would be targeting the people who actually do face that, where they're trying yeah. to better know? Like, okay, I'm not I'm trying to be too deep about this, where I'm like, oh, I'm trying you, to please, discover yourself. I, I, no, you like, know? I welcome that. I mean, look, I put. I come from the art world. There you, know? you go. Yeah, <laughs> I can yeah. see inside this yourself. Is, this is what we're all about. So, like when you write, like, for example, people ask me, like, who's what's your dream audience right? yeah. mm. that you hope to come and enjoy your show for me it's that person who just like kind of feels life is just bland and boring I cannot find anything funny in my life I'll just come and hopefully with the comedy show you'll be like oh that's a very good point never thought about that life you know that's pretty funny actually yeah. like would you have a target audience you're hoping like that type of audience would be my audience do you want the one that's coming in with that open mind of like yes turn me on do you want that or the one who's seen all sorts of art they want to be <laughs> blown away with something so different do you want to have the people who are kind of emotionally you know, more sensitive where they're like, I, you know, uh, okay, let me put it this way. Would you prefer to have the audience who's also maybe searching for themselves? You know, what is their meaning of life and everything? The one who are coming here for kind of their own answers, watching the show, okay, end of the world. I'm thinking that too. So tell me what's your take? Or would you want the audience who's like, entertain me? You know, I just mm -hmm. want to be, have fun. Which one are you, the more serious one or the more like, whatever goes, well, goes? All of the above. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take whoever's buying um, a ticket. I'll take whoever's, yeah, going to sit down. No, but I think the, the people who are like, you know, something resonates, you know, on a kind of soul level with them that that's absolutely who I'm kind of, you know, reaching out to because these people are kind of reaching out themselves and it's like, yeah, I'm going to meet you halfway with mm. this show. But then also I think the show is for people who, you know, just want to kind of see something a bit different or maybe think the concept is cool. And then in through watching the show, they'll maybe start thinking a little bit deeper about, all of these issues and yeah. these thoughts and feelings. But yeah. how, how yeah. do you, this might sound like an outsider question because all the art that I've done was stand up, which was immediate feedback. Right. Right. And you kind of know, obviously, you have done stand up as well. That's and you kind of know yeah, most when, shows when things are hitting or not hitting or whatever. Yeah. But for you, especially when you're doing a theater show where no interaction with the audience, and sure, there are laugh points or whatever, but for the most part, you have no idea what they're thinking. Totally. And so maybe they're looking at their phone, maybe they're like thinking of dinner or whatever. Yeah. Like, what, yeah. how do you even know if the, what you are trying to convey is landing? Yeah, I mean, as you say, like the, the points when there's like big jokes and people laugh, I know it's landing. Sure. You know, the point where I drink an onion yeah. and people groan, oh, for sure. I know it's landing. Mm. You know, the kind of audible reactions. But I think this is one of the things that I've had to really come to terms with in the, the kind of theater world yeah. is that even if people aren't audibly or like visibly, you know, reacting to something, they're still absorbing it. And there's like, there's a palpable level, particularly if you're acting and you're like really kind of on in an acting sense, you create the, you sense this energy of like, Oh no, this is unfolding. This is happening. And then people are still absorbing that still taking it all in. And you kind of have to trust that, which is really scary. Mm. You know, you kind of have to sit, sit back and from start at point A, an hour later you're at point B 
and then you sort of just have to wait and hope that they applaud, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it is, yeah, it is really scary. But I think most of the time d you will get people who are like still taking it in, you know? Mm. Yeah, I, I imagine it's even harder for like a person who's made a film to send it out into the yeah. world, yeah, you know? Exactly. It's like, That's what it. are they, how yeah. are they going to receive it? Yeah. How, are they, how are they going to... Yeah. You know, take it in. But it's really, yeah, it was a huge challenge for me because everything I've done up to this point was like, hey, I can yeah. look at you. I can, you know, if you don't laugh as much, I can sort of correct it a little bit mm -hmm. and get a bigger laugh or something. You know, if someone wants, something happens, I can point to it and be like, ah, you know, that that just happened. Let's yeah, all. Yeah, someone drops a bottle. You're like, hey, we'll do uh, Yeah, you can exactly. do that. I, yeah. I won't do that. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I find you it know. funny or a funny idea when if you're doing like a show, I'm sure you have like a closer of sorts, some sort of right, resolution. Right. Some sort of like, you know, you're letting the audience know the show is over and I find it really funny if the audience just like start getting up and leaving and just <laughs> and like start moving the chairs so yeah, slowly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like there's no, like they're like, oh, okay, show is over, no applause, nothing. You're just like, okay, and then you just hear chairs moving yeah. and like, bottles yeah. collected and stuff. You're like, the what fuck? the hell is going on? Yeah, so, someone in the middle of the show goes, hey, sorry, I have to go to the toilet <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. just yeah, moves. Yeah. You just hear them talking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Takes a phone call. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, comes in halfway through there? drunk. Yeah. yeah, it's like, hey, I've just done this really emotional scene like what are you doing yeah yeah did you have any of these like people like maybe not interrupting or heckling but more like yeah something because again you're so mm. you're just doing a one-man solo yeah and you're supposed to be disconnected you might I, as well be on a screen right? exactly exactly but then people are doing their own thing <laughs> did you have anything like that uh not for this show there's there's been previous shows where there's been pretty like pretty terrible audience <laughs> interaction <laughs> Um, like I think that, uh, I I was doing so the show before this weirdly enough um, kind of radio themed as well it was like me doing a couple of radio plays and I did all the character voices and mm -hmm. stuff live on stage and there was there was one show where this like group like there's like a big group booking I don't know what they were thinking what they were expecting they came in and like maybe 10 minutes into the show, mm. one guy like just stands up, is like, I'm out <laughs> and just and just leaves. Uh, no. yeah, and then the others like slowly, like yeah. over the course of the next like yeah. half hour, just slowly trickle out. And then the remaining ones who were there just sit there on their phones. Uh, yeah. It's like there's people in the audience genuinely enjoying this. Right, right. What but this other, the rest I, of this group was just like checked out. Awful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that was, that was really, you it's know. It's like, like I, I'm, I'm trying to guess what it could be. <laughs> and maybe it's like this bachelor party. And then they like sure. misread the title or went to the wrong room, yeah, the wrong venue. Like, look here anyway. They could be, but the, this is the thing: is like they booked the show. They were like one of the first bookings I got for that <laughs> for that season. <laughs> what was, was the like, what was the name of the show? With the ending, the name of your oh, the show. name of the show. It was called Ben Volchok Presents. There really? you go, yeah. yeah, it wasn't like like beer drinking fun hour. Right, right. Like for all you know, they probably have Ben will chuck presents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah. let's <laughs> go check that. Ben will chuck yeah. has presents. I mean, some friends of mine have a. Um, they're like a comedy duo. They they deliberately called themselves late night party boys, mm. and then they do the like completely like demented, absurd, <laughs> surreal. Oh, that's great. Late uh, night like nonsense. Yeah. Um, and it's it's great because they also like they get a lot of this kind of crowd. Yeah, in. random but, crowd. But then yeah. their their aim is to kind of like you know sub these people's expectations and a lot of people end up really liking it but yeah I, for this show I think people know I think because it's more of a theater show as well people have it a little bit more of an expectation and it's like okay we can I, I kind of know what I'm getting into yeah. I think the worst thing I experienced with the show was uh, <laughs> when I was in Adelaide there was another show programmed in the room next to me at the mm. same time we were the only two shows in this like building Sure. and I, I'm not sure why but they the theater programmed the my show and um this other guy, Will Tradinic, his his show at the same time, like within 15 minutes no. of each other. And it was like, you know, I'm meant to be this uh, last person in the world. There's meant to be nobody. Yeah. And then halfway through the show, there's, this is, you know, maybe, I don't know, two thirds of the way through the show, there's a really like quiet moment. Yeah. There's, there's like a very emotional, tender, soft, quiet moment. And it's at the exact point where in the other show there's a big tango number big like murder and he's no. like yelling and dancing and screaming yeah and then likewise in his show there's this moment where it kind of drops off and everyone's kind of staring at stuff and then I have like a full on like mental breakdown right as, so as part of the show yeah. yelling like yeah. throwing a chair like just uh, the music's blaring 
And <laughs> it's like we just both were like, oh, no. yeah. what, yeah. are we get, what are we going to yeah. do? Well, you know, we, we lived through it and now we have a, yeah. a funny bond. One last <laughs> yeah. question. Is the look that you have is part mm. of, like, is it essential to a show? Like you, for people who don't yeah. know, like you have a very long beard, you have a very long hair. Yeah. That I understand that could be your style as well. But is that essential for the show? Like someone who is like, left at the end of the word yeah definitely i mean yeah. i i generally so in my a, yeah a, a little bit like i haven't cut my fingernails for ages as mm. part of it as well i usually my beard isn't this long you mm. know my my hair i kind of leave like this but <laughs> but my beard isn't usually this long you know i trim yeah. my fingernails um i it's it's definitely every time i do the show i'm like okay well i, I guess i'm not gonna you know shave huh. or cut my beard for like you know six months or something yeah if, if but yeah more or less I, I think the character that i wrote is a bit of an extension of me mm. um or you know a, a reinterpretation of certain parts of me uh and so it kind of naturally is like okay I'm, what, what happens if i let myself go a bit yeah yeah uh so but, when do you have any schedule like when is the show scheduled to to when are you doing it next? Well, this this show uh, TBA. I'm still yeah. kind of working on that, working that out. I'm trying to you know find some venues and stuff. But I do do a monthly show in Melbourne called yeah. the Ceremony. That's also uh, I would say in the weird camp. Um, <laughs> this one is definitely there's lots of uh, interacting with the audience. In fact, it's entirely made up every, differently every oh, time. Oh, fun! So the audience comes in and I ask them to like write a few things about their lives and then put it in a bucket and then we like create a ceremony together ah. and it's just you and, and it's audience. just me and the audience and no props um maybe one prop <laughs> and and yeah that happens every month in melbourne uh so nice. the last wednesday of the month but okay well, yeah there you go. i mean we definitely will check it out yeah 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 I will, yeah yeah uh, and we have a bunch of listeners in melbourne as well oh, great. And andy who's the original host of the podcast with vivek yeah he lives in, in melbourne. melbourne oh amazing yeah, yeah. hi andy yeah, yeah hey yeah <laughs> uh, so ben thank you so much we'll have you on the patreon as well subscribe to the patreon five dollars a month when we will do a deep dive or, or with Ben on one of the subjects that we talked about on the free episode here. Ben, thank you for joining us. How Thanks do we, for having uh, me. How, how do people follow everything you're doing? They want to know, they want to stalk you. What do they do if you want to like, know everything about you? <laughs> um, I'm on uh, most of the social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, I think I got threads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I deleted TikTok because it was messing with my head. <laughs> um, but, uh, Don't worry, Hong Kong has no TikTok. Oh, that's yeah, right. Hong Kong has yeah. no TikTok. I, yeah. yeah, I remember that. Um, and Hong then, Kong deleted TikTok. Hong yeah, Kong exactly. deleted TikTok. Yeah. Honestly, probably for the best. Yeah. Because um, it was messing with our head. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, I mean, in Instagram Reels is kind of taking it. Anyway, uh, I have a website as well, benvaltrop.com. You can see all of the Yeah, we'll put everything in the, in the description of the episode. Yeah. Uh, ben, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. All right, thank you. Thank you.